Episode four, ladies and gentlemen, here we are. We're back on the Iron Dread podcast. I am your host, as always, Chris Whitaker. We are getting into this month of December here now in the Iron Dread podcast. Our Iron Dread strength and conditioning program is going strong. Made some adjustments to the schedule this past week. Had a lot of kids showing up, a lot of kids having a good time and getting after it and really uh, making some strides in both technique and weight in the weight room, to be honest with you. Uh, We're seeing some numbers go up. I'm on the bar, but the kids are being safe, obviously, and really technique has been looking great. Uh, for the minimal amount of experience we have as an overall group, our technique is coming on really strong. So looking at this past week in sports, uh, we had both our girls basketball and ice hockey teams in competition. The action started on Wednesday last week with the boys ice hockey team going down to the Cube in Ann Arbor and taking on Huron and beating them 3 to nothing. Friday night, December 1st, our girls basketball program was on the floor at home against Western Parma. The varsity girls came out with a 35-21 win. And we also like to make note of the Dexter dance team, our Iron Dread dancers that got out there on the floor and had a performance Friday night. I got the opportunity to watch the girls perform Friday night on both the basketball court and the dancers. Uh, It was great to get out there and support all our Iron Dread athletes. Saturday night, our hockey team took on Grand Ledge at Vets Ice Arena, where they came away with a 4-2 victory. So congratulations to our athletic teams who competed this week. So jumping into our Iron Dread program recap for the week, as I mentioned earlier, we made some adjustments to the schedule. Uh, The schedule can always be found on my Twitter and Instagram page on Twitter at Coach underscore Whitaker and on Instagram at Coach underscore Whitaker 66. Uh, We wound up throwing away the 15-minute wave rotational schedule. Uh, It just didn't work for us. Uh, Our students seemed to be a little confused as to what times they should be coming, how do they register, etc., etc., um, it was on paper what we thought to be a great idea, uh, but this did not work um, for our students and then for us as coaches in the weight room. We found it that the workout and the training session didn't flow the way we wanted to. So we made the adjustment. Now all our off-season athletes will be training on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays in the 3.45 to 4.35 time slot with two uh, optional makeup days for them if they miss one of those sessions. Those makeup days being Tuesday mornings at 6.50 and Friday afternoons from 3 to 3.50. We also made an adjustment to the Monday and Wednesday schedule. The 3 to 3.50 time slot is now available for off-season student-athletes as well to come in and train. We had a team drop out of the program so that left us with some space. So on Mondays and Wednesdays, off-season athletes can come a little bit earlier and get right in that first 3 o'clock session and get their training in from 3 to 3.50. Thursdays will still remain the same as we have multiple uh, in-season teams scheduled in that 3 o'clock slot. So all off-season will have to wait until the 3.45. So 
We're going to take a short break here, and we have a special guest, our very first guest ever on the Iron Dread podcast. It's going to be coach and teacher Bill Ivan. Bill works down at Mill Creek, and looking forward to uh, having him on the show here as our very first guest. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with Bill Ivan. The Iron Dread podcast is brought to you in part by Crank It Up DJ Service and Line Dance Instruction. Available for all your DJ and line dance needs. Please visit crankitupdjdancing.com for booking information. So crank it up! All right, welcome back to the Iron Dread Podcast. We have on the line special guest, Coach Bill Ivan. How are we doing, Coach? Doing great. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking with us. Uh, Coach Ivan is one of our middle school football coaches here in Dexter, but he's got uh, got quite a history here um, the last few years that he's been here at Dexter. Uh, Coach, why don't you tell uh, our listeners your story and kind of how you came to be at Dexter and what your role is here. All right, just to kind of throw things out there to start, I am uh, an eighth grade English teacher at Mill Creek right now. Really enjoying that. Got involved. Uh, started my career actually last year in Dexter. Taught fourth grade for a year, and then uh, got had the opportunity to move up and work with middle schoolers, which is really where I enjoy being teaching wise. So I'm teaching eighth grade English at Mill Creek. It's going great. Having an absolute blast. Uh, before that, I was actually a I was a middle school teacher at a school and charter school in Indianapolis where I spent my first two years of teaching before being able to come back. I'm from Charlevoix, Michigan originally, so it was a chance to come back to the state, and I, I knew that's where I wanted to be, so it was a great opportunity for me. Being up there in Charlevoix, man, that nice time up north in the uh, summertime, right? Oh, yeah, still get to go up there in the summer and play on the lake, have a great time up there. So, you know, just enjoy yourself, enjoy, the, enjoy being outside. That's the biggest thing. So, yeah, Your family still lives up there, right, your parents and stuff? Yeah, my parents are still up there. There, I go up there and I'll actually sometimes work for my dad in the summer. He's a contractor up there, so he keeps me busy enough. There you go. But uh, it's in a good spot. So, coach, yeah, tell me, yeah, I know a little bit. Of, you know, we're friends outside of uh, school, and we talk a lot. I know a little bit, but for our listeners, what's your athletic history? Yeah. So just for everybody who uh, – kind of the, the big thing, the culminating moment for me was I played uh, four years of offensive line at Indiana University. Um, had the opportunity to go play football there after uh, uh, high school where I actually – I went to a, probably a small school. I graduated with 90 kids. So when there's 90 kids, the athletes do everything. I played four sports in high school. Uh, I did football, played basketball, uh, played a lot of baseball and then also did through shot put and, and discus for track and field so that's kind of my background there uh, again football was by far my best sport and the one that I uh, definitely loved the most um, I, so I did that Played after the four years at IU I uh, kind of moved on and when I started teaching I got into coaching a little bit with the at the first school I was at, I coached the middle school track team for two years and then I also coached a little bit of basketball but uh for any of anybody who knows me from then knows that my basketball coaching career should stay ended because it was it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> Probably would be the same for me if I tried to coach basketball. 
You know, Coach, it's the, the mentality is uh, when you foul out of more games than then you don't fall out of in high school, you probably shouldn't be coaching basketball. I got accused many times of trying to play football on a basketball court, so I'm just going to let that one die. <laughs> I've had basketball player friends that try to tell me that basketball was more physical than football. Uh, I would always laugh at them for that, being an offensive lineman myself. I was about to say they didn't play on the line then if they played football. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, you also coached uh, You coached football, obviously, but you also coached track and field, you said, and coached the shot with throwers and coached basketball. Um, yep. Another thing that I have some background with too, another commonality you and I have. Um, so absolutely, in, in, we're excited to have you here for that. By the way, coach, for me, for for you know, coaching uh, track and field. Yeah, getting those throwers up to up to snuff. Well, um, I don't know if I'm uh, going to be that much involved in that, but we'll we'll talk to some kids here. If uh, if the opportunity presented itself to uh, aid the track and field program, I probably would consider it. But most uh, right now we're going basically with that strength program. Absolutely, those guys. But obviously, uh, strength and conditioning has to have been a big part of your athletic career. Um, what does strength and conditioning for the athlete mean to you? For me, strength and conditioning is like an edge. It's like it's a, gives you this extra mentality in a both physically and mentally. Like if you, when you know you're in good shape and you're going up against somebody else, it's just, it gives you that extra bit. If they're huffing and puffing and wheezing and really not, not doing like not looking good. And you're sitting there and you're like, Oh, I'm breathing easy. It just brings that extra edge and mentality. It's just so important. It builds. It's just also for me, it's, it's a mentality as a group, right? When you get a bunch of guys who are putting time in the weight room all winter long, all summer long together, it just, it really builds a close bond. And it, it, it helps develop a great team chemistry that can lead to success both on and off the field and just lifelong friends. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the big things that we talked about when we developed this Iron Dread program was bringing these kids in and getting them working out together. And not only just within our individual sports, but building that commonality, uh, camaraderie, I should say, between all of our athletes. Um, we have to share athletes as well. We are not a, a huge school by any means. We're a little bigger than Charlevoix, I'd say, but uh, we're not a huge school here in Dexter. And we got we to gotta share our athletes amongst our programs, and we want to encourage our athletes to play multiple sports. So I think you hit the nail right on the head as far as what we believe of the Iron Dread program is, hey, you know, we want to get in there. It's our competitive advantage both physically and mentally. Uh, I like to say you learn a lot about uh, – you learn a lot about yourself and your character and your willingness to work uh, underneath the squat bar, for sure. Absolutely. Putting weight on your back and having to stand it up, you either can or you can't. And those who can have to bring along those who can at the end. Right. Continuing right. to develop, constantly continuing to get better. And that's been one of the uh, exciting things. You got to stop up to the weight room this past week and see what we got going on here. We have some kids that are, uh, that are getting after it in there and getting better, especially our uh, female athletes. Yeah, I mean, I was really impressed. I stepped in for just a little bit for one day, and I planned to hopefully get up there both this week, at least once a week, just to see what's going on. But no, it was it was really impressive to see the kids in there. They were having fun, getting after it, doing a lot of learning. They were really acting like a sponge and taking everything in, which was great to see. There's There was definitely none. Sometimes you get the attitude to get the kids who are walking in heads down, like, I don't really want to be there. But there was none of that. And it was awesome to see just the excitement and the kids getting after it. And we've been having a lot of fun with them. So that leads me to my next question here, Coach. Do you currently yeah. train, and what's your preferred training style? Now, you might not lift. You might be more active in the cardiorespiratory department, but how do you uh, stay in shape right now? 
Uh, so I'm actually, we're getting into some, some heavy training. For me, this is something some people don't know, but I actually, uh, I do cross-country skiing in the winter. I got into it just this last year when I moved back to Michigan. It was something I did with my family. All, like, growing up, it was one thing that living in northern Michigan, there was always snow, so in the winter so it was something to get you outside and get active so there's actually a series of races in michigan called the michigan cup and so i do uh i do those cross-country races on weekends throughout the winter and uh, so we're getting into with winter approaching and starting to get colder i'm getting excited and so training for that i do a lot of uh I do a lot of running to be honest now that i've gotten dropped some of the weight from football and uh i've also gotten into doing a lot of cycling just to get me get me outside get get your heart rate up use a little bit more of power muscles as opposed to straight distance like running um and so i've done a lot of that i do a lot of i've found that as i'm getting older the ability to just go work out and not have to take care of my body is going away so i do a lot of stretching do do some yoga every now and then just to keep keep the muscles moving and keep stretch keeping everything healthy um and do and also just a lot of tabata or hit kind of exercises body weight stuff um, I'm excited though. I'm, I'm getting to the point now where, especially after coming in and seeing you guys get after it, seeing the kids get after it in the weight room, it's kind of motivated me. You know, it's maybe it's time for me to start hitting the weights a little bit again as well. That could definitely be a helpful addition to my training. But that's, that's kind of where I've gone in the past years since being done with football and spending the four years almost straight in the weight room. Yeah, I mean, we got those morning uh, morning. So at this point in the interview here, we had a minor technological mishap. Had to switch up our recording device. Uh, We still got a good um, interview with Coach Ivan, uh, but you'll notice a change in sound quality. Um, We are, you know, very uh, just starting out here and with uh, minimal equipment, but we're getting it right. Um, We'll get right back to our interview with Coach Ivan in just a second. Uh, hey, well, we're back here, Coach. We had a little technology uh, mishap, and we were talking about getting there in the weight room. It says you're truly there in the morning, so by all means, uh, if you want to come up and train with us, you know, come on up there. You know, it'll be you and I, and hopefully we can get uh, our defensive line coach, Tony Quint, up in there. Didn't he say something about, like, saying he was going to be up there every morning with you, and then and we're looking at you haven't seen him yet? Yeah, we we haven't seen we haven't seen Tony yet. He uh, we'll, we'll get him up there. Maybe if he hears this podcast and hears us, you know, calling him out, uh, <laughs> he'll uh, have to up with us. I know he lives. Uh, he's got quite a quite a commute to come in there to uh, call him in. So it's a little bit of an early morning for him, but he'll uh, we'll see him. He's been in there before, and he's been been training in the afternoons before with us um, a lot of a lot of time last year. No, I'm not. Uh, so, so, what we're talking about training. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, I was just, so he has been there, and it, it's not that he's he's completely laying an egg on us. So, maybe we can motivate him and use a little bit of the, that peer pressure like we asked the kids to do to get each other in the weight room. Hey, we're going to have to, right? We, uh, the, the, group, the group pushes everyone to be better, right? That's the, the best part of a team. Absolutely. So, all right, so when we're looking at, at training, right, one of the things that you saw when you came up with us, um, you know, we like to jam the music, you know, we like to turn that music up loud. Um, so if you're, if you're picking a, a one song that you got to crank on, you know, you're going to do a, you know, you're in your, your cross country race and it's the, 
you know, the last stretch and you're gutting it out to finish strong and get the best time you can, or if you're in the weight room and you're under a, a max effort squat or deadlift for the day, like what, what's the song that, that Coach Ivan's going to go to uh, to get that blood pumping and get him fired up? Oh, man, now you're making me have to really think about it. Uh, I'd have to say, especially if I'm in the weight room, it's definitely either something by Rage Against the Machine or uh, kill, or Smashing Pumpkins. I'm a big fan of Killing in the Name. I uh, like to get that one rolling. Also, uh, being a being a kid who grew up in the early 2000s, anything by Eminem, really that'll that'll get me going. So, but kind of those things. I'm definitely definitely love it when anything when uh, Killing in the Name comes on. That one really gets me going. You love some Rage Against the Machine, don't they? Have a new new thing out now. I think I heard with Rage Against the Machine, they're doing something with Public Enemy. I think I haven't seen that yet, but that would be definitely interesting to. I'll have to go, I'll get off to get off this when I'm done with you and check that out. Throw it on the workout playlist just to see it. Yeah, getting uh, you know a little bit of uh, old school hip hop and uh, you know some rock there mixed together. So one of the segments that we have uh, here on on the Iron Dread podcast that we started is a you know weight room song of the week. So in honor in honor of you as our first official guest here on the podcast, we'll make the uh, weight room song of the week killing in the name of Rage Against the Machine. That we'll play that a little bit of that on the tail end of the show. All right. Sounds great. So hopefully the kids may have uh, or our listeners that may have uh, never heard heard of Rage Against the Machine or heard that song, maybe we can expose them to some good music. Uh not some of the stuff that they like today. <laughs> Yeah, you've been have, fighting that battle with uh, song playlists. I noticed that we're, there's a lot of blank stairs, Coach, when you're putting on some really great tunes up in that weight room. You're getting a lot of blank stairs. Oh, uh, yeah. They, yeah, especially when uh, we get Coach Jacobs' favorite, you know, the uh, the 80s arena rock up there. You know, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, he loves him some White Snake and Foreigner and, uh, you know, Skid Row, which I, I love all of them, too. But the kids are like, Coach, what is, what is this? Oh, Skid Row, like you got yeah, eighteen in the life, Skid Row, like that's a jam. So, uh, after, so you got to learn. Uh, yeah, they'll learn. We'll teach them. We'll, we'll teach them. That's part of part of my class usually in uh, in health and wellness and sports exercise science. When they come in before we even start talking about anything, uh, you know, related academically, you know, we got some tunes on and. You know, we'll uh, kind of take them and give them a little music education too each day when they when they come in my room. And uh, you'd be surprised some of the kids that uh, that know some of this stuff um, that that we're playing stuff that's you know twenty, thirty years older than them. You know that they know, and I chalk that up to good parenting. Yeah, that definitely that that's definitely good parenting. That's where most of my musical taste came from. Was uh, definitely not so much exploration, but just exposure to good music. So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, you got anything uh, exciting coming up here in in the near future for you, either professionally or, or personally? I mean, I'm just getting settled in. I feel like I'm I'm really loving where I'm at. I'm hoping to get even more. I'm excited about how things are going with the. If we're talking professionally, I'm really really at a blast coaching football this year, with it being my first year, and just looking to get maybe more involved with that, seeing where things are going. Um, but just having a blast and enjoying the way things are at right now. So that's kind of nothing major for me. 
Um, so we we talked about uh, you know your athletic career and how you're training and being involved in you know cross country skiing and stuff like that. That's something that that you and I had never talked uh, about. But is there anything else interesting that uh, people may not know about you? Oh man. Uh, I mean, well, the one thing that some people don't know is I actually didn't do, uh, I might, or teacher training is not the necessarily completely traditional track. I, uh, I got my, I did teach for America in Indianapolis. That's what got me into the, um, that's what got me into teaching was, uh, going in and I spent two years teaching some, teaching in a charter school in inner city in Indianapolis, which was, quite the experience loved the kids just when it came down to it, it was too far away from michigan i'd spent six years in indiana at that point and it was time to time for me to come back so that's something that maybe some not everybody will know yeah i mean something like that what i look at uh you know having gone the traditional you know track in new york going through the you know, the education program and then getting certified and student teaching and doing all that stuff. You know, I think I learned the most once I actually started working full time. Absolutely. I'm sure that experience, you know, was, you know, you learned a ton. Like even the first, my first full time teaching position in, in North Carolina, like I, I learned more in the first two months there uh, as far as how to uh, do things and do things effectively. Uh, then I probably learned my whole uh, my whole undergraduate degree or master's degree at that point. Um, you get that experience. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that uh, might interest some of our some of our listeners that people might not know about me is uh, you know this coach, but uh, I actually when I was at Indiana, I played for Michigan run game coordinator Greg Fry. He was my offensive line coach there, um, and so that's something that some of the listeners might be interested to know, but. That was uh, that was quite the experience. Coach Fry is an amazing offensive line coach, um, and can't just an incredible football mind. Yeah, we got to uh, we got to see firsthand a little bit. Uh, you know, yeah, the uh, the score of that Ohio State game didn't go exactly the way uh, we wanted it as uh, you know, go blue fans. But hey, when they uh, when they came out and first play of the game and lined up in that. Uh, and that full house backfield and threw some single wing football out there for us. That inner offensive lineman and me uh, got real excited. Oh, oh I was I was football. loving it, Coach. I I absolutely loved that when they came out in the, in the single wing and just were grinding it up. That's the that's the best part about football for me, running the ball. Absolutely. I mean, even though we we you know we're of mutual uh, agreement here, we love you know to, to spread the ball out, run zone running game style stuff but i tell you what when when smash mouth football is played with two tight ends and a full back and and when we get that going you know you can't help but get excited about it uh i played in a wing t offense in high school and that, that's what we did we ran the same play 60 times a game and it didn't matter uh if we told the defense that we were going to run counter trade to the the right side it was uh it was something that worked for us and we just hammered it you know with physical offensive line play absolutely so, absolutely, and I mean that's the thing is we we talk we're talking about the zone run game. I mean it's a mentality no matter what on the offensive line, right, coach? Like you got to have the same mentality if you're lining up and running over somebody in uh, in a gap blocking scheme like 
like in the wing tee or in something like that, or if you're in the zone run game and you're running inside zone and running somebody over on the one-yard line. It's just the same mindset. Yeah, same mindset. This formation looks a little bit different for the big guys up front. You know, we got to be physical and nasty uh, regardless where we are, uh, regardless what offense the scheme we play in, I should say. Appreciate your time. Uh, do you got any uh, professional uh, social media pages that you use to uh, interact with your students or your athletes? I actually, yeah, that's something I haven't started up. I've looked into it and I know you're, you're an expert on it, coach. So I may be coming with you, coming to see you and getting something started, but it's not something I've started yet. Um, I've done a lot. I've been doing a lot of reading lately about like just social media and, and I've tried to limit my social media use lately. Um, so, but I, that, that's one place that I do see a huge benefit for it. And, I just haven't gotten started with making a, any professional accounts to reach out yet, but I know that uh, you're definitely an expert, and I'll be talking with you about it to see how to get that set up. So, uh, so it's, uh, it's something that. Yeah. Well, we'll give we'll give you a shout out, uh, and once you once you get out there on it, but uh, I I like to use it um, as a communicator and as a a way to kind of push out what we're doing, whether it's in the classroom or in the strength program or anything like that. Um, I believe that when used uh, appropriately and for the right reasons, it can be a very positive thing. Uh, when we're putting stuff out there and we're creating buzz around our strength program or buzz around, you know, the, you know, my health and wellness class or sports science class, you know, it kind of gets people from outside our media group seeing what's going on. And Absolutely. with something like strength, you know, something like the strength program, where we are trying to get as many kids as possible uh, that are involved in athletics, or even are thinking of being involved in an athletic team, to get them to kind of know what we're doing, and that it's an enjoyable experience, and it's going to be something positive for them to get them to step through the door and try it. Uh, that's that's what I love to use it for, for sure. Absolutely. So, and I definitely see the benefit of that. It's it's a tremendous resource. I um, I still like to use different some of my like I still follow IU football on Instagram with my personal accounts and things like that. And so, it's definitely it keeps you connected. It's a way to connect to alums. It's a way to connect to a bunch of different people. So it's something I definitely see value in and want to get set up. Just haven't haven't got around to it yet. But Absolutely. all right, Coach. Well, I won't I won't take up too much more of your time. Today, you know, we'd like to thank you for being our first official guest here on the Iron Dread podcast, and we'll drop this episode, uh, you know, very soon, and we'll get you out there. And, All right, uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks again. We look forward to working with you in the weight room. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Coach. It was a lot of fun. So there we have it, Coach Bill Ivan. Uh, can't thank him enough for coming on and giving us his time, and it was great to get to talk strength and conditioning and football and everything with coach Ivan he's a good guy and a very uh big asset to our Dexter community so before we shut her down for this week and move on to this episode we have our favorites of the week and that is the weight room song of the week as we mentioned in the interview with coach Ivan this week's song is killing in the name by rage against the machine take a listen turn it up
There you have it, our weight room song of the week, selected by our special guest today on the podcast, Coach Bill Ivan. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this week's episode. Again, week number four, episode four in the books. Having a lot of fun doing this podcast, getting a lot of positive feedback uh, from our listeners. You now can like, share, and subscribe the Iron Dread podcast if you haven't done so already on iTunes. We are stepping up in the world. We are available both on SoundCloud and on iTunes. You can download our podcast automatically to any device of your choosing by simply subscribing to the Iron Dread podcast. And each week when a new episode drops, it will be downloaded right onto your phone or computer or iPad, whatever device you listen to your podcasts on. So until next time, remember, strength is never a weakness. Tough people always win. We are Dread Stronger. This is Coach Whitaker. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Iron Dread Podcast. Please note that all views and opinions expressed in this podcast are the sole views of the individuals stating the opinions and not the views of the Dexter Community Schools. Also, please note that all music used in this production of this show is the sole property of the artists and recording labels from which the music came. You can follow the Iron Dread.